Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and you are listening to a new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts, which you can find at charlotteclymer.substack.com. December 31st, 2021. Betty White was for the ages. It seems 2021 decided to get in one final gut punch. Betty White's agent confirmed to People Magazine this afternoon that the 99-year-old iconic entertainer died this morning in Los Angeles. Although speculation had begun swirling last night when Steve Martin put out a two-tweet loving anecdote on her that was quite sweet but felt vaguely eulogizing. You're going to hear a lot about Betty White, but I don't think you'll hear this nearly enough. Young people loved her. However you define the youth in this moment, whether the, whether that's anyone under 40 or kids still in high school, Betty White is beloved among young folks. In fact, Betty White has always been beloved among young folks. Betty White transcended generation. She was an entertainer and well-known and respected and loved by everyone, regardless of age. That alone is a remarkable achievement for someone whose life spanned 18 presidential administrations. Her life goes back to Warren G. Harding, the 29th president of the United States. In 2010, more than half a million fans joined a group on Facebook urging Lauren Michaels to have Betty White host Saturday Night Live. It worked. On May 8th, 2012, she hosted with musical act Jay-Z. In her opening monologue, she said, quite humorously, when I first heard about the campaign to get me on Saturday Night Live, I didn't know what Facebook was. And now that I do know what it is, I have to say that it sounds like a huge waste of time. She was quite prescient. The episode earned SNL its highest ratings in 18 months and won Betty White the Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series. One of my favorite political gaffes was when Mitch McConnell attempted to pander to the youth vote in 2013 by comparing Democrats to the Golden Girls, which is hilarious because that show is absolutely beloved among young people particularly LGBTQ young folks, many of whom, myself included, find it healing to watch folks from a different generation, women who could be our grandmothers and great-grandmothers, speak movingly and compassionately about LGBTQ people. In Central Texas in the mid-90s, when LGBTQ allyship was certainly less present on television, I remember having a feeling of safety and comfort while watching it as a kid. This was not a soft cause for Betty White. She fiercely believed in supporting LGBTQ people. It's easy to see why young people loved Betty White. She wasn't trying to be someone she wasn't. In fact, her artistry seems to invite people to be themselves. And for some examples of this, uh, the folks over at Queer 40 put together a list of some of her more outspoken moments as an ally If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, you can go check out that list in my blog. There's a link to it. I would highly encourage you to check it out. Tonight, as you raise a glass to the new year, also make a toast to Betty White. 
who never gave us anything more than her authenticity and demanded a world for ours too.